Hello and welcome to the Evil Lawyer's Guide to Life. I am the Evil Lawyer and you are not. Does anybody even give a damn about all of the links anymore? I mean, come on. We're about to move this whole shebang over to YouTube and then we get kicked off of that. But um, we are unkicked off of everything for the moment. <clears throat> not for lack of trying. You can find us on Facebook at Evil Lawyer's Guide on the web. They can't kick me off of that, mother... On the web at www.evillawyersguide.com and on Twitter at Evil Law Guide. Hey, I don't normally watch Saturday Night Live because it quit being funny a long, long, long time ago. But since Bill Burr poured gasoline on his career and lit a match and danced as the flames licked at the ceiling last, last night. Yeah, I'm recording this on Sunday. I figured we might as well address it. Um, I'm a fan. I'm a big fan of Bill Burr. I mean, he's not as cerebral as George Carlin, but he's definitely got his biggest set on him. And um, I don't think he's as funny as Sam Kennison was, but I'm a little old biased because Sam was a friend of mine. And I don't think he's as controversial as Doug Stanhope and... You can Google these names if you don't recognize them. I used to be a comic, so um, anyway, if you want to get offended, Stan Hope's your man. Dude is hilarious. But uh, Bill Burr, last night, hosting Saturday Night Live, went after the woke crowd like a pit bull on a big rainbow-colored pork chop. It was terrific. And, you know, he's being canceled as we speak. And he actually talked about the whole cancel culture thing. And I'm just kind of going to go through it a little bit because it's spectacular. And you can still find it on YouTube. And uh, it hasn't been removed from all... He hasn't been deplatformed yet. Oh, it's coming. It's coming. His career is over. He, he might as well have been caught with... He might as well have been caught under a pile of little boys, although that doesn't seem to have affected the careers of half of our politicians. Or little girls. Not that it matters if they're little. It's still sick and twisted. But back to Bill Burr. You know, he, he talked about he talked about Rick Moranis getting the shit beat out of him in New York and, and how that, that meant, you know, New York is back, baby. And I was like, yeah, you know, that's... That's pretty funny because, you know, used to, it's like, yeah, you don't go down to Times Square, man. They'll kill you in Times Square. And then, you know, they turned into Disneyland for tourists and took out all of the porn and porn and porn. They took out all the porn, all the hookers and drug addicts, junkies. And apparently they moved them all to San Francisco and plopped them down in Pelosi's district and she goes around hugging them. But uh, he also talked about the whole woke culture and how it's such a load of bullshit and it's been co-opted by rich white bitches. And that's what he called them. Don't hate the player. You know what? You don't even have any business hating the game. But, you know, he was talking about how the whole woke thing has been co-opted by Gucci boot-wearing SUV driving rich white bitches, which is kind of true. Although he did, in my opinion, I would have at least taken a swing at the... Uh, Poor white bitches who have purple hair and tackle box face who are out there screaming their heads off about things of which they know nothing. But, um, yeah, good shot there at, at that. And then 
he hit cancel culture and uh and I agree with him. They have run out of people to cancel, and so now they're going back and trying to cancel the dead. And the latest victim is John Wayne. John Wayne was born in 1907, and apparently he said something offensive in a Playboy interview. Well, that in and of itself would probably offend half of these soy boys and tackle box-faced 300-pound women with purple hair. But apparently in 1970, John Wayne said something offensive, and I, I didn't even bother to look it up because I really don't care. And I don't have any 1970 Playboys laying around. And if I did, I'd probably put them on eBay. But he said something that offends the soy boy, 300-pound, purple-haired, tackle box face woke folks. And now they want to cancel John Wayne. And they want to remove all of his movies, and they want to remove all of his TV and everything else. And just get give me an effing break, you F-tards. Cancel culture you know, the irony of all this is that they want to cancel John Wayne, but they're perfectly okay with Hitler. And it's, you know, they want to, they want to rewrite American history. You know, we were, we didn't come over here looking for a new land or freedom or anything like that. We came over here just looking for red people to kill. And as a red person myself, I can say that. And if you get offended by it and you're not red, you can kiss my ass. But, you know, I'm sure there's some Gucci-booted white chick in an SUV who's going to get mad because I said that and send me a tersely worded email. It'll be like dealing with my HOA all over again. Or some tackle box-faced, purple-haired, 300-pound bitch who will just, you know, try and find out where I work and get me fired. Here's a little hint for you, babe. And I use the term babe because I'm pretty sure that was the name of a hog in a movie. Babe, purple-haired, 350-pound tackle box-faced, babe, I'm the boss at where I work. I'm the owner. And I get these emails all the time. We're going to talk and get, we're going to get you fired. And it makes me laugh because as much as I've tried, I can't bring myself to fire myself. And you, you get the one occasionally who's like, I'm going to the bar. Like, well, have a drink, mother... I'm going. I'm going to the bar. So, okay. Good luck with that. Stronger cisgendered binary men have tried. Not really worried about your soy swilling ass, but knock yourself out. Oh, did I give the Miranda? No. This isn't legal advice. If you want legal advice, get off your cheap ass and hire a lawyer. There's. Lots of them. Or you can go to my website and I might just take your case if I like you and you have lots of money. So anyway, uh, I, I've, I've, I've been a victim of cancel culture myself. Attempted cancel culture anyway. I've been deplatformed about 14 times. And um, tersely worded subpoenas to Facebook seem to work. Although the latest from them is that I will be removed permanently and my IP address blocked, God forbid. It's If there was only something called Tor or a VPN or some kind of a proxy, if only someone would invent something like that, I wouldn't be completely screwed when it comes to getting on Facebook and looking at people's food pictures and listening to how great someone's new relationship is that's even better than the one they were in three weeks ago that was new and that one was better than the one they were in a month and a half ago. 
I don't care. You can cancel me all you want. I'll just keep coming back. I, I, I'm, I'm like a rash. You won't get rid of me. But, you know, anyway, back to John Wayne and cancel culture of Bill Burr. Bill Burr, who, like I said, poured gasoline all over his career <laughs> match last night on SNL. Good for you, Bill. You know, because once we all stand up and say, F you guys, we're not going to deal with it anymore. The only people who are going to actually cancel you are people you don't want to deal with. You don't want to. You don't want them listening to you. You don't want them talking about you. You don't want them in your life anyway. Do I really care if the purple-haired, three-hundred-pound tackle box face bitch doesn't listen to my show? No. Do I really care if her soy boy, you know, boyfriend? Like, how can she? How can he be your boyfriend when he has a boyfriend of his own? But anyway, do I really care? No. And that brings us to. Bill Burr's dissertation on Pride Month and slavery. He was talking about going to New York and how that there were a lot more people around. Not sure when he was talking about because it's kind of a ghost town right now. But uh, and, and you know he didn't know what was going on. And uh, Burr's he's a little older than me, but we're in the same demographic. We would have gone to high school at the same time. Well. We would have, whatever. He's not that much older than me. And he was like, yeah, I didn't know what was up. And so, you know, I, I asked the doorman and he's like, oh, it's Pride Month. It's Pride Month. And he said, well, that explains all the zero body fat and tank tops and guys kissing each other. And he went on to say that, you know, he can't believe that the gays get June and the blacks get February. <laughs> and he's like, you know, June is this beautiful month. It's great weather and everything else. It's 31 days. The blacks get February. Yeah, it's cold and gray and raining and snowing. It's only 28 days long. It's the shortest month in the year. And the gays weren't even enslaved. Yeah, well, okay, maybe voluntarily sometimes. Mr. Slave, South Park reference, number 397,000. And that got a lot of people really mad on Twitter. At, you know, here's a really good thing. Unless you're on my Twitter, which doesn't really matter because I get deplatformed every other week. Uh, turn Twitter off. Twitter's just, just, well, aside from I do like my president's tweets, go ahead and cancel me for that. Aside from that, I've never seen anything on Twitter that I didn't think was utterly vapid and completely useless. But the Twitterverse... The Twitterverse sounds like where you would go to buy birds. The Twitterverse went nuts when Bill Burr compared gays to blacks and then had the temerity to say, and I guess if you're gay and black, you could get two months. You know, we have a month now for every, we have a day and a month for every conceivable aberration, minority, weirdo, you know, I, I, is there a plumber's month? Is there like a month for like normal people who go to work and then take care of their families? Is there a, a month for, uh, you know, the guy that fixes my car and then gives it back to me and it doesn't blow up on the tollway? Is, is there a month for like regular people? And I don't care whether the mechanic is black, white, yellow, or green. You know, is there a month for like dudes who get shit done month that's what we need we need a month and gals guys and gals dudes and bitches women and men who get shit done month because those are the people that everybody should aspire to be 
If you're a member of a minority, you can't aspire to be or not be a member of a minority unless you're uh, what's-her-face who uh, Dolezal, who claimed to be black when she's not, or uh, Focahontas, Elizabeth Warren, who claimed to be an Indian when you're not an Indian. And I am, so I can get pissed off about it. But I really find it hilarious. If you're a member of a certain race, you just are. You know, hey, that's cool. But if you're voluntarily a member of some group, then you're voluntarily a member of some group. Why do you get a month? Why do you get a day? Why do you get a, why do you get a long weekend? We need a month for people who get shit done. We need a month for that dude who's been busting ass for $75,000 a year for the past 30 years and saving 50% of it so he can retire young with his wife and, and, and his you know now grown children. You know, that guy needs a month. You know, at least give him two weeks because you know he's never had a freaking vacation. You know, I mean, and and it's not just blue-collar guys either. Talk about, hey, us white-collar dudes, same thing. Last time I took a vacation was in 1999. And people are like, your life is a permanent vacation. And I'm like, screw you, man, because this is not as easy as it sounds or looks. Okay, it's kind of easy. But you try doing it. You try getting a deal with like every frigging podcast company on the planet and saying something to piss people off every week and getting deplatformed and then pre-litigation fighting your way back onto every single social media platform there is. You try it. You try going on Tinder so that you can do a show on how much Tinder sucks. You try going on dates with like 42 different Dallas, Texas gold diggers so you could do a show on how shitty Dallas, Texas gold diggers are. You try divorcing a few thousand people and almost get shot over two of them so you could talk about divorces. You try representing homicidal maniacs so you can talk about how to get away with murder. Come on! Send me a recording of your show. If it's terrific, I might just promote it. You know, I do have an agency. But back to Bill Burr. I, I, I know he said some other stuff that was supposed to be really offensive, but I got to tell you the truth. I wasn't offended by any of it. I thought it was hilarious. And I'm not a huge Bill Burr fan. I think he's funny. Um, you know, but I'm a fan. I like the guy. A uh, buddy of mine thinks he's terrific. I, I'm telling you, Bill Burr is the gateway drug to Doug Stanhope. But, you know, hey, check it out before it's been deplatformed and removed and before Bill Burr is shipped off to whatever island they're about to start shipping all of us off to because cancel culture doesn't work unless you can keep someone canceled. So, I'm, you know, hey, Bill, Bill, if you're listening, if you're listening, Bill, and we end up on Guantanamo together, you know, hey, I'll be your roommate, man. No problem. I'll be your silly. No problem. Just, hey, just, just, I'm, I'm tell you one thing. Don't try anything. And with that, I'm going to wrap this show up. Have an evil day.